0: Welcome to Cracky Gems Podcast. I'm a creative living in Southampton, UK. I talk about chronic illness, creativity, and everything under the sun. I'm Gem Swallow. This is Cracky Gems Podcast. Hi guys. I hope that this episode finds you well. Welcome to episode seventy-two. Capsule wardrobes: what it is and what it does hi (laughs) how's it going where you are i hope that this finds you on an okay day or at least bordering on a good day over here in southampton it's very blustery and it's kind of gotten to that place where you're thinking jumpers or can i still get away with a vest top and maybe a light cardigan so you know i'm kind of bordering on that it kind of one day it's warm and the next day it's blustery and it's like pick a theme just pick a vibe that's all i ask of you which kind of blends itself well into this episode. So if you checked out episode 71, <laughs> I can't even talk about that without laughing. My mum is bonkers, and that's, I guess, where I get it from. Uh, this is pre-recorded, so if you have any comments, they ha- they don't exist yet, which is kind of crazy, because, you know, the episode is going live tomorrow. It's now Thursday. So I press the publish button tomorrow, and then you guys can hear it. If you're signed up to the website, thequackyjam.web, Press.com. You'll hear it before anybody else does. But um, yeah, so that was a right laugh. And I'm hoping to bring mum in on some more episodes. It's really cool watching, like, your mum have like this proud moment, like, that's my girl, you know, but it's really cool to have someone that is you know, a massive part of my life and can talk, that's where I get it from, you know, can talk for ages and ages, but she is mad, she's a box of frogs, I love her, what can be said. In this episode, I'm going to be talking though, as I mentioned in episode 71, about capsule wardrobes you may have heard of it you may not have done I heard about it say around 10 years ago but it's something that's kind of been more of interest to me lately and I'm also going to be doing a product review so a little bit of a disclaimer here is the product that I'm reviewing hasn't been sent to me via a company it was actually given to me by someone that I helped out with one of the uh, podcasts in the micro series that I've done recently. If you haven't had a chance to tune in, don't worry, I'll give you all the details you need at the end of this episode. But there will be a product review. So if you, if it's something that you're interested in on my podcast, blog post, I will be talking, you know, I'll give you some pictures, there's some kind of behind the scenes pictures on there, you know, it's got to be done, and there will be a link, so if you want to buy what it is that I'm talking about, it's there, I'll be giving a product link to it, so this will be very interesting, it's kind of something new to me here at Quaggy Gems Podcast, being able to review things, but for the most part, I'm reviewing things that I've come across, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to tell the guys about this. I can't wait to share this with the listeners, you know, because that's what it's all about. But um, it kind of blends itself well into this episode, because as I mentioned, this will be like the third time now, we're going to be talking about All Together Now, Catch Your (laughs) Wardros. Okay, so... Capture wardrobes is something that I uh, found out about, around about 10 years ago, when a lot, when almost everyone and their mother had a blog. I have to be honest, I too went into the blogging sphere to try it out, and it kind of didn't work for me. I kind of, as you can well imagine, if you're new here, hi, I like to talk a lot. <laughs> I know we are all friends here. Hi, I'm Jem, and I like to natter on. But, you know, I found that for me, podcasting is more my vibe than writing things down. So um, I found it when I guess Pinterest is a massive uh, thing for kind of doing capsule wardrobes. Nowadays, though, if you fast forward to the present day, most people are really worried about waste and they're worried about the clothes that they're wearing. You know, can I get another season out of it? And it's a big thing because the clothes you put on your back... Says a lot about you as a person, but it's also got a kind of, you know, it's got to do its job. It's got to keep you warm and it's got to protect your body. If you're much like myself, you know, with the colder months, which is why I kind of wanted to do this episode right now, with the colder months... I have something called fibromyalgia, which is an all-over pain syndrome, and I'm very sensitive to touch. The smallest thing that gets on my body and it irritates me. So I have to be very careful what I put on my skin, be it whether it's cotton, whether it has long arms, short arms. And this is the kind of thing that when the seasons change, you really have to think about. So for me, I know that recently there have been talk about capsule wardrobes. But I did a little bit of digging because, you know, that's what I do. I'm nosy. I want to see where this comes from. So there was a woman called Susie Foe, and she was an owner of a London boutique called Wardrobe in the 1970s. And she was the actual one that came to call it a capsule wardrobe. And what it means is that you have... Things. I don't have a wardrobe, to be honest. I got rid of mine a year ago because it was taking up too much space in my room, and I found it very, very hard when you have, like, new, fresh laundry, you know, that's just come out of the washing machine or the dryer, and you're trying to put it on coat hangers. And what with having chronic fatigue syndrome, I found it very, very difficult to kind of, you know, open the door, find a decent enough uh, coat hanger that the, you know, that the item, the jumper, the dress, whatever it's, it may be, to hang on. So... I was thinking about this, and I went for a canvas chest of drawers, and if you're an avid, uh, if you're an avid follower, if you're a follower on my Instagram, then you may know if you kind of trail back around about a year ago, do you know what I do, I'll, I'll put it on my stories again, on my Instagram stories again, so you, got, you guys can see, but, For me, I decided to go from a wardrobe to a chest of drawers simply because it's a lot easier. You know, you can fold up your garment, you can put it in, bish, bash, bosh, it's done. But something that I was thinking about is something, especially this year, and I've noticed that the people I've had on the podcast have been talking about, you know, plastic pollution and the environment. This year I found that I have specifically been looking at what I wear, my avid listeners will know that i'm an ebayer most of my clothing comes from ebay i rarely go to charity shops because i rarely go out if i'm being honest my lifestyle limits limits me quite a lot And if I have enough energy, there's usually something, my local high street's around about 15 minutes away. But if you have fatigue, you know, do I stay home and heal from it? Or would I rather just kind of have a look on eBay? And so for me, most of my clothing I either get as birthday. I'm a Christmas baby, so birthday and Christmas kind of blend in to that. I'm a nightmare. But I'm a Christmas baby, but also if I'm going to have clothes, or even a handbag, if I want a new handbag, you know, it kind of blends into, for me, it's kind of, okay, I want a new garment, but I'm not going to go to a high street shop and pay for it, because if I'm being honest, it's way out of my budget, so for me, I, we're going to be talking about labels in a future episode, but for me, I'm kind of, I'm someone that has chronic illnesses, and I have to think, okay, this is my lifestyle. I don't have a massive budget. I'd rather get something secondhand. If it has life in it, then I'd rather get that than contribute to landfill or contribute to fast fashion. Fast fashion is the term where you go into your local supermarket. No, not local supermarket. Your local clothes shop. Get it right, James. Your local clothes shop, you buy something off the shelf, and you wear it. And then you might think, I'm done with this now. You know, I think there's like a specific niche of people that do this. But you take something off like the rail, you pay for it, you use it once or twice. Maybe you might go to a pub, a club or an event. You, you know, use it once or twice and then you get rid of it. Usually, I mean, I like to think most people kind of post it on selling sites you know like depop or ebay but some people just want to bin it you know it's no use to them now they've gotten their selfie with it they've gotten their they've been seen it event with it that's kind of like what is fast fashion so when you think about it all of these all these warehouses and all these people's jobs that it takes to make a garment all the you know it kind of starts from the insect the silk or the cotton comes from all the way up to when someone pays for it for me, I've never been one for going into a shop on a local high street and buying something. I think the only time I've ever done it is when I've been looking for a decent coat. You know, when you kind of get really, really cold winters and you're like, I really need a decent coat because, you know, freezing my butt off here isn't really an ideal situation. So, I mean, go figure, right? So, for me, I would much rather, as I'm getting older, go on to places like eBay. You can ask questions. The downside to it is you know that you can't see the item you can't have it in your hands and you can't look at it in a 3d kind of way you can't see what it's made of you have to ask questions and then wait for someone to get back to you however when you have it you know that you're actually you're saving it from the landfill and also another thing is that most of the time now if you're going to buy something from online and maybe you're selling something, I'm kind of, I have like a little bit of um, a thing where if I buy something new, I get rid of something I no longer use, you know, so I have something that's called endometriosis, which I've noticed that I've kind of feel like I'm going for size, you know, a size up trousers, so a little bit of kind of, you know, to kind of offset the the inflammation on my waist. But another thing I've noticed is if I if I buy something from eBay, even if it's a bag, you know, if it's something new, I'll get rid of something that I'm not going to use anymore. And most of the items I have are over three years old or it's kind of like, you know, it's going to it's going to have a new season where I can use it. And you know what? You can use it with new accessories, maybe or accessories you've made or something. No one's going to have your look because it's not a part of fast fashion. Which is, it kind of brings me to, like, a funny story, actually. Just today, around about around about an hour ago, so I was looking in um, my canvas chest of drawers for something to wear today. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, it's a bit blustery here. So I thought, okay, I don't know if I can commit to, like, a knitted jumper right now I'm not feeling that it's that cold you know I'm kind of like my hands aren't freezing and nothing's turning blue I can't yet see my breath in the air in the room god would that would be worrying wouldn't it but that hasn't taken place yet standing there right looking down I actually took a picture all being well it will be the cover out of this episode if not I will share it on my Instagram I looked down in my drawer and I'm looking at this knitted contraption, looking at me, and I'm thinking, what is that? I'm literally, it's, I'm racking my brain, standing here looking at this thing, and I'm like, what is that? I know it's knitted, I didn't make that, I know that much. What is that? What jumpers do I have? Remember, I haven't worn jumpers, like, since last year, or January. There's been a lot happened since then. And I'm looking at this thing, thinking like seriously what is that and I had to say to my other half what's that and he's like what am I looking at I went that uh, it reminded me of like a spider in a room where you're looking at it and thinking there's a spider there and you have to literally near enough touch it for the other person to see it And I'm looking at this thing I'm like that and my other half said what the middle thing I went yeah he goes I don't know what that is so I had to approach the garment I did, I had to approach it, pick it up, and go, oh, now I remember, it's my jumper, you know, it's a jumper I haven't seen, how are you doing, how has it been in the drawer, that kind of thing, it's a jumper that I haven't seen (laughs) for the best part of six months, because it's been too warm to wear it, and that's what it kind of comes down to, that's what a bullet wardrobe is. Not a bullet wardrobe, though it should we should rename this not a capsule wardrobe, but a bullet wardrobe that would be it kind of does the same thing, right, but no, a capsule wardrobe is basically main pieces of items, like for example, a pair of jeans, maybe a jumper, a few main kind of pairs of items or main items you can wear again never go out of fashion like say for example a faux leather jacket you know the leather look rarely goes out of fashion or denim that never goes out of fashion wherever you are and it's like dungarees up until a few years ago dungarees made a um a comeback. I should know I kind of had a dungaree dress that I've got to kind of I got from eBay and I'm, I'm kind of sat here like yay go me you know I got from eBay that I'm excited to wear whether or not my fibra melds it has yet to be seen but a capsule wardrobe is basically you're focusing on the items that you have like be it a pair of jeans maybe a faux leather jacket maybe a decent jumper and then you look at what you can do to layer it so if you've got a decent enough vest maybe you've got a few vest tops but the whole point is that you don't buy anything for a season or up to a year So my understanding, maybe you might take something different from it, is that a capsule wardrobe is what you have, you make last. You don't buy anything. If you wish to make something like, say, a new accessory, that's fine because you're not actually buying it new. But for me, my understanding of it and my translation of it is you don't buy anything for a whole year. So you might have a really lovely jumper you love in you know it might have a logan or a, i mean a slogan you can tell fatigue is my friend today can't you you know it might have a slogan on it it might have um some decoration on it you might have a really loved pair of jeans you keep them however what you have you don't buy anything else for a year and that is what a capsule wardrobe is there are benefits to it, but some people go all out when they think about this. When I first heard about a capsule wardrobe, I, I kind of thought, so is it like a capsule-shaped wardrobe You put your, you put your stuff in? Is that what this is? Or do you kind of put your stuff in a suitcase and that's what it is? Because you get hung up on the word of capsule. But what it means is you can't buy anything else to add to the clothes you have. So... As I mentioned, there are benefits to this. However, with every benefit, there's a downside. So, for example, say you're thinking, okay, so I've got a capsule wardrobe. I am committing to this. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to buy anything now for a year. That jumper that I've had for three years, no one knows. I love it. It's owned. I'm using this for another year. Pair of jeans I just bought, yeah, I'll, I'll keep those. Here's where the problem lies, though. If you have something that you're loving, like for example, maybe you have a decent coat, you know, and it's, okay, it's a few seasons, a few seasons old, but you still have wear in it, then great, that's what it's all about, it's about loving what you already have, you know, a lot of people nowadays won't even think about it, unless a celebrity makes it famous, but, because now it's all about the next thing, and you notice it trends, you know, if a celebrity wears something, it goes crazy, if a celebrity brings out something, it gets sold out everywhere, a capture wardrobe is about, kind of like an indie niche, I like to think of it, because, It kind of makes do with the whole thing of think of how much money you can save by not spending on new clobber or clothes, however... There is a kind of worry that if you're thinking, okay, so I'm going to commit to a capsule wardrobe, but I would like to buy a few more things before I do it. So I would like to kind of get rid of my old jumper that maybe has a few bits of thread loose. You know, it's knitted and it's bobbling, you know, and it's like, mm, and you kind of might think, right, right, I'm going to get myself a new jumper, but I'm going to go to like a high street to get it. Then this is what I'm going to have for a season. But that kind of defeats the object. It kind of defeats the purpose of what a capsule wardrobe is. Because it is all about loving what you already have and saving money in in the long run. So, what happens to the clothes you might want to get rid of to do a capsule wardrobe thing? Well, you could get rid of it. But if you're going to get rid of the clothes, where are you going to put it? Because that's the whole point. If you bin clothes, it ends up in landfill. And then you're kind of you're adding to the worry of it's not just plastics that can't be, you know, degraded and it can't be broken down. And it's not good for the planet, because if you know, if the the seasons get to it and all the all the moisture and stuff get to it, it's just laying there for a couple of hundred years waiting to decompose. So you could take it to a charity shop. Charity shops are great. However, if they can't sell it believe it or not, after a period of time, they do bin it, but if you have, like, a a style, you know, you can, if you think, okay, I would wear this, but it's not really my thing right now, I haven't worn it in over a year, you could take it to a charity shop, they'll put a price tag on it, and someone else could buy it, you know, you're doing your little bit for kind of the environment. However, if you were to sell it onto something like eBay, you might not have the time, but nowadays it's pretty simple to do. If you sold it in something like eBay or another boot sale app, for example, you can make money back on the money you spent and also you know it's going to a lovely home and you know someone's going to really like it. Myself, recently, I figured that, okay, Unless I really need it, I'm not going to buy any more clothes. It's not like I go out every month and think, yeah, you know, I'm going to go into that high street shop. I'm going to do this. I am going to have a spending spree. I go through fatigue. I go through pain. This is my right. So, no, that's not kind of how it came about. I was looking at the clothes I like, and I was kind of found clothes that were in the depths of my drawer. And I thought, okay, I can layer that. I can make it into another look. And I thought, I recently found a lovely vest top that I bought about three or four years ago from a charity shop, and it's got a really nice summery look, and it was originally from Avon, which is a shop here in the UK. It used to be a catalogue shop, which meant that you bought stuff from a catalogue, and you had it delivered, or you'd have kind of like a catalogue Avon rep. Other brands are available, but you'd have a rep that you used to pay, that used to come around, drop your items off, and then that was kind of like what you had, and... I remember buying this top, I think it was from a charity shop, but it's kind of done so well, you know, it's a lovely little vest top, hopefully I'll take a picture for you, and it's kind of, I found it just recently because as I mentioned, you know, we're kind of gradually, autumn's creeping in, and I thought, I could totally layer that you know, I have fibromyalgia, so I can't really regulate my body temperature all that well, so I have to layer, especially in the colder months, because if you get hot, you have to take a layer off, so it's like, this is great, you know, vest tops, they don't have to go into the depths of your drawer for another year, you can layer them, if you're a maker, you know, you can knit yourself a scarf, you can knit yourself some, some kind of, your, you know, you can knit yourself some gloves, you can knit yourself hat. I'm I'm kind of contemplating knitting myself some arm warmers, because I have some decent t-shirts and I don't really want to kind of put them in the depths of the drawer until next year I've got some really cool my mum just bought me um a t-shirt for Christmas and I really like it except it was too cold to wear them and I thought if I make some arm warmers I can make it look like a really cool jumper you know and it's all about especially with the autumn and winter months I don't know about where you are but I found that the winters are getting colder so if you think about layering, you know, you might think, well, you know what, I do have a really nice top that I would love to wear, but it is a bit, we're going into the winter months. The great thing is layering. You can, t- you can take it from season to season. It's kind of transferable. You can take it from summer, layer it up with like a nice little jacket, maybe a nice skirt, and you can have it for winter, you know. But the whole point of having a capsule wardrobe is you use what it is you have. So nothing goes to landfill. And you're showing your style. I'm a great big believer in this. I mean, I'm kind of creative. So this is kind of, this speaks to me in a really big way. I've been known to make things, you know, like necklaces or rings. And right now I notice that if I'm going in a hard time in my life, I'll kind of focus on these things because they're pretty to look at and they don't cost the earth to make. You might be a maker too. Have a think about what's in your drawers and what's in your wardrobes. You know, if you're not going to wear it again, maybe take it to a charity shop. Maybe you have someone that's going that way. Way, they can just kind of drop it in or sell it on an on an app or sell it on eBay you know you can make some money for it and you can even put it in a bundle you know dressmakers you have uh, students that's you know studying textiles and things that would love to pick up a great bargain so it's all about using what you have and also another thing to think about is that It's great for your mental health as well because there's nothing worse, is there, than looking around and seeing all this clothes that maybe you might not wear again, you know, or you might think, oh my God, I wondered where that top got to it's good because you're thinking i remember that top i have so many happy memories with that top i have one in particular which is black my mum bought for me oh my god about five six years ago and it's got like a really lovely top um it's got a really lovely front i should have said and it's kind of it's got a lovely lace design on the back it's a t-shirt and it's black so if you wore it in the winter it could hold in the heat but if you kind of, if I made like a knitted, which I don't need to buy anything for because I've already got the materials, if I made knitted arm warmers, I could bring it in for a winter item, you know, so it is all about using what it is you have. Another thing that I'm looking at as well is changing my plastic use. Now, I'll be honest, In today's modern age, you can't get rid of plastic altogether. You just can't do it. Most things are made of it. And I am of the mind that plastic is okay. It's just how it's, you know, binned, basically. It's how it's binned and what happens to it after that. But from our point of view, if we have something, we should be able to recycle it knowing that our local councils are recycling it and getting rid of it in the proper way. So... Recently I've been looking at what I use and it's like I've decided that my mum and I kind of both took on this, uh, I guess what would you say, it's kind of like, um, I don't know what you call it, we kind of made a promise to each other that... We wouldn't use plastic, like, facial wipes, you know. I use it to take off makeup and to kind of replenish my skin if I'm having a bad fatigue day. And there's a brand that does it that's affordable. But I've been looking at alternatives, you know, because what with, like, microbeads, which are kind of little plastic beads that you can find in these wipes. What are micro microbeads and the way that they kind of, you know, the way they they, they kind of die on landfill, basically, the way they break up. And so, I actually, it's changed because it came to me at the best time. So, a listener contacted me just recently and actually shared it on my Instagram stories. And uh, she was saying that she was having a little bit of a trouble with website design. So, I gave her a little bit, you know, a few tips. And that's how the micro series came about. So, if you haven't had a chance to check that out, then it's all there for you. Maybe it might help you also. And as a thank you, there's the woman that did it, she goes under the name of, if I can pronounce this, Glanek, I think that's how you call it, it's very hard to say for me, but Glanek, so G-W-L-A-N-E-K, and um, I think it's a place in Cornwall, never been to Cornwall myself, but I know it's a lovely place, it's only up south from me, but you know, travel being what it is, and um, as a thank you, my, more, I call her Mo. You may know her on Instagram as Moena. And uh, Mo sent me some lovely crocheted facial wipes. Now, I've never kind of thought about putting a crochet product on my face. Usually when i made stuff, I've made, like, scarves or hats. And I thought, I've got sensitive skin anyway. I mean, I'm really sensitive skinned. And when these pads came, I thought, they look so fresh. I love the packaging on it. And it's it's not that far away. You know, it's, it's kind of like the seaside just a little bit up north from where I am in the UK so when these kind of pads came through and I thought oh I wonder you know because up until then I've been using facial wipes and I thought I need something to kind of not be able to throw away or if I'm going to throw away it has to be of natural origin you know so it's not going to take that long to break down so I was looking at these facial wipes, and if I'm being honest, I don't actually go out all that much to wear makeup. If I'm having a bad fatigue day, I might don on some, you know, BB cream to kind of lighten it and hydrate my skin. I use moisturizer anyway, and I did talk about this in a previous episode called Makeup Darling, which was in series one. If you want to go back, you can check it out. But I was thinking about it, and I thought, okay, they're wipes, and so... Being a curious creature that I am, my other say said, why don't we try this out? You know, I'm adventurous, I like to try these things out. So I had some miscilla water, which is Nivea, which you can probably see if you checked out my stories. Don't worry if you missed it. There should be some pictures on the blog post for this episode. If you want to check it out, I'll give you the details at the end of this episode how you can do so. So I tried it out. And um, I got this little wipe, I even let my mum have a feel, because, you know, keeping the family, it's all about adventures here. So my mum had a feel, and she was quite taken by the softness, and I thought, okay, and I believe to, you know, I later found out it is made from cotton. And Mo does, I think it's a blue and white and a yellow and white. And when I tried it out, and I thought, in for a penny, in for a pound. So in the photos that you can see on the blog post, thequirkygems.wordpress.com, and you're looking for episode 72, it should be the latest blog post that comes up if you're on a device. So um, if you scroll on down you can see my face, (laughs) a little bit of an extreme close-up for you, (laughs) so um, I was kind of in like a reviewing mood, and I thought, let's do this, you know, it's going to be a bit of fun, why not, so on the day, I actually went to my local um, high street, I wanted to get out and about and get some air, so on the day, I had some moisturizer on, I had BB cream on, I had two eyeshadows, one was for... Um, you know, the foundation to kind of put, to make your eyeshadow really stay on and last. So I had white eyeshadow on, and I had brown eyeshadow. I also had eyeliner and mascara. You know, if I'm going to go out all that, you know, if I'm going to go out now and then, I'm going to make a meal out of it. What can I say? And, um, so I decided this would be a great try of removing it to see how these pads work. So, um, I put some micellar water on there. And as I did, I started with one side of my face. And looking back, I think it was the right side. You can see because where makeup is on one on my eye, you can see that the other side's slightly paler. And it actually didn't hurt at all. It actually, you know, it allowed the mistletoe water to do its thing. And it was great because it was really gentle. And I found that even after I took my eye makeup off, it it didn't kind of, you know... It didn't need any light scrubbing. I mean, I wear waterproof mascara anyway. It didn't need any light scrubbing. I didn't need to go really hard on my face for the pad to pick up on any dirt or anything. Basically, it worked really well with the mesilla water which if you want to try it out it's by Nivea and I got it from ebay so um it, it was really cheap on the ebay because as I said I don't go out that much so you kind of have to look for convenient ways for you to still have what you have but work with the illness you might find you've got so I got some you know mistletoe water and thought I'll try this and it came out really well and I was looking on the pad I actually took a picture of it and it held the dirt and I thought, okay, and it was weird because I was so used to throwing what it is I've used away in the bin. And I realised, okay, this now needs to be washed. So we put it in the wash, and we put it through the dryer as well. And uh, with wool, you can wash it, you know, and it it's quite a strong material, so it has plenty of life in it. And, uh, yeah, it kind of, the only thing is, I think, I don't know if we put it, because it was, uh, waterproof mascara I was using it kind of held on to a little bit of that it held on to a little bit of the waterproof mascara but I think what it was is because it was waterproof mascara but everything else there was no foundation that stayed behind you know I wear a Garnier BB cream and I wear Nivea moisturizer there was no Foundation left behind, so you could see what the natural color of the pad was. The, you know, the mistletoe water didn't bother running into the dye on the wall, so that was great. I didn't have to worry about, you know, the, the dye coming off because of the mistletoe water, thinking, oh, this is another thing to remove. It didn't happen. So, um, I'm now using these, uh, these wipes. I think you get five in there. The design is really quite cool it's kind of wrapped up in cardboard with the name of where it comes from and it also tells you the location of where it was made and uh yeah so if you want to check it out on the blog post for this episode I'll be giving the link of where you can find it and when you think about it it isn't really that expensive either because if you think about the amount of times you have to keep on spending out for makeup removal pads or cotton wool pads it's a Freaking nightmare. So these are great because you can use one. I find that I've used the same one twice. So I've used it, washed it, used it again, washed it. So I haven't had it kind of like, if it gets too grubby or I kind of have to think about using something else, I have another four that I can do. So for me, it works. I don't have to keep worrying about going online or going to my local high street to keep getting cotton things to put on my face to remove makeup so for me it's a five star because it's kind of you know it does the job and i'd like to say thank you so much to mo for sending them to me and uh if you want to check them out let me know if you if you buy some from mo's etsy let me know how you get on to Get on with them. Let me know uh, what kind of makeup you're using to remove, or even if you're having like a day where you have fatigue, maybe, and you're using some BB cream. It's great because you can just put some micellar water on or makeup remover, whatever it is that you use, put it around your face, and it actually makes you feel. I kept noticing that I kept putting this pad like around because I liked the way it felt, and it didn't bring me out in anything because it's cotton. So it's just a Missella water and the cotton doing its thing. So for me, I really liked it and I would really recommend getting them because they're going to save you money in the long run. And uh, that's it. (laughs) That's all I talked to you guys about really. So um, I hope you've enjoyed episode 72 and we'll go... (laughs) Sorry, it's all nasally. Really, I hate that. It's kind of like where you talk a lot, and you'd think I'd be used to it. I yab it on, but where you talk a lot, it's kind of like okay, your body's like take a breath, Gem, take a breath. But yeah, so we've got some really interesting episodes coming your way, and uh, make sure to stay tuned. So if you want to check out any of the previous episodes, uh, maybe you didn't check out the one with my mum, episode seventy-one. and That's called stubbornness. Go figure, right? Love you, mum. It's called stubbornness. So if you want to check. That that out you can the quirky if you want to find uh, previous episodes where my mum has been on the podcast you can do uh, I think it was episode two or three we were talking about our idols and how they have changed and mum helped me with that episode so mum's been on here about three times it was a it was grand it was a ball it really was where once we both get into a room as my other half says you're like an old married couple you really are there's a lot of love in this family what can I say (laughs) but um I hope that you enjoy the podcast if you have yet to catch up on they are right there for you they're not going anywhere if you want to follow me for more episodes coming your way you can do the quirky just press follow and it's all there for you if you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter it's at gems on both be sure to follow me you can check out my Instagram stories you can find out what's coming up next who I might be talking to what I might be talking about and and uh, if you're new here, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and maybe found out something so that you're, like, down with the kids, you know, so you can kind of turn around and say, I don't know what a capsule wardrobe is, and check me out, you know, we've all been there, well, I have, so, <laughs> so yeah, so, for chronic illness creativity and conversation keep it here guys only at quirky jen's podcast thank you so much for tuning in and thank you so much for listening take care and i'll talk to you next time